Hello, everybody. Welcome to Popcorn Planet. I'm Andy Signor, and it's time for Change My Mind Nerd Edition Live. And I got my man Jody's Corner here in my corner tonight. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff, including that crazy video I did yesterday. We're going to address it. We got a lot of headlines, so stay tuned. Thank you for joining us. But, Jody, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? YouTube was good. It's your boy, Jody Joe. Welcome to Andy Signor's channel. I'm Jody Joe. Rest in peace, Kobe and Gianna. Yes. Uh, so, Jody, thanks for coming tonight. Um, I, we didn't, we, you were mad at me yesterday. Let's, let's get the elephant out of the room because I know a lot of fans have been wanting me to address this. Uh, you weren't a fan of my video. I want to go on the record to make it clear. Jody reached out to me and was like, dude, bad look. Uh, he was very, he was vocal out the gate and I appreciated his combat. I appreciated you reaching out because you reached out privately. There were a few people who just didn't like what I said. And you know what? That's to me has how you do it. Uh, they, I had some friends that I thought were sort of trying to just pile up on me yesterday and I, it was frustrating. So anyway, what I first want to say is I appreciate you reaching out, sharing your thoughts. And I thought we had a fair back and forth well, about do. it. Um, and, uh, that's what it's for. To address that, you know, you can make a comment, but I want to sort of start and make sure I went there first sort of address because yeah. I know a lot of people are mad at me for that video. And I want to be clear. I do want to apologize for the timing of the video. Um, I really think I just was too early and it was just very disrespectful for me to jump in on that train when I did. Um, it was just frustrating for me because what I'm just sad by is everybody just thinks I was trying to pile on and disrespect Kobe or his family. And that, that was just not the goal of the video. And I realize now, like I just, I could have said my piece better. I should have said it later because I know a lot of you were just mourning and I think it's still very shocking. It's just awful what happened. And I'm sorry that I got in the mix and seemed like just clickbait trash, which it did look like at the time. So Look, I stand by the message. I think the message of what I was trying to get at, I, I still believe in it. I don't, I don't want to apologize for the message, but I apologize for the way I did it because I think I could have been more classy about it. I think I could have been more respectful about it. And I hope you guys know like that was not my intent to, to, hit on, to hate on him or try to create more ill will. In fact, I think what people are doing right now is the way we are supposed to be doing it. Um, I think we need to be applauding his legacy. The dude wasn't, as I said in my video, wasn't charged you know, you know, uh, with a crime. And uh, that's important that we sort of respect him and not not remember him for potentially one of his darkest days uh, because none of us should be remembered by that. So I, I want to make sure I got that out of the way and just really said that piece and hit it harder because I know a lot of you were coming at me. A lot of you were really mad. Uh, and I, but you know, there's been so much worse out there. I see people are even talking like Ari, there were some really scumbag people out there. So I just, I really didn't like being lumped in there because that was not what I was trying to do at all. And again, no disrespect. Kobe, is such a legend. He's done so much, not just for basketball, but for charitable work. I tried to say all that, but it just came across stupidly. Uh, and so for those of you that were offended by me thinking I was trying to take shots at Kobe, uh, I hope you can uh, understand that was not the intent. Uh, Jody, do, do you want to comment further, sort of add anything else to that? <clears throat> yeah, I'm of the mindset that uh, grown men do grown men things. I was, uh, I didn't like the video. I respected the video because you were being honest. And I always respect that, no matter if it's something I agree with or disagree with or not. But, you know, me being a, a Kobe fan and me be, and, and the death being so, so raw, it made me feel some type of way. And I thought about my instinct was to be like to hop in your comment section. And I was going to say, bruh, this is too soon. Then I thought about it, I said, wait a minute. Nah. I said, let me hit him up personally, because maybe he doesn't understand what he this what this video is doing so then that's when i i i texted you we, we had the back and forth about it and i let you know that yo this does not look good it makes you look like a douche it's a douchey look even though i know i believe your intentions and uh it's just bad optics 
And uh, that's as far as it's going to go with me. And that's as far as anything's ever going to go with me when it comes to the partnership between me and Andy, guys. You guys really got to understand. People hit me up. Jody, hey, man, you can't do videos with him. Listen, it's all about he has his channel. I'm on his channel. I'm a guest on his channel. I have my own channel. He's a grown man. He has his own opinion. I do not, cannot, have not, no power over what he says, what he believes, and nor should I discriminate him based on what he says or what he believes. That is not like in the vein of just outright hate. Now, if you can't made a video, F Kobe, F his fans, F him, F that, this is that, then it's that's different. But I understood where you were coming from, especially since you have a dog in the fight, and it made sense to me. I just felt like that it was the wrong time. You you acknowledged it. The video is not uh, up right now as we speak. But I also said that if you, I, and I'm going to keep it real. I said, I see you took the video down. He was like, yeah, it's too soon. And well, like, I didn't yeah. take it down. I enlisted the video because, and I'll, I'll clarify why I enlisted the video because I didn't want well, to. It's the same. It's the same thing want, to the viewers, is what well, I'm saying. No, I mean you're telling them. A lot of people didn't know that. I, I don't want the algorithm to promote that video right now. Is what I don't want because it's not. I just don't. That's not my goal, and it wasn't my goal to get clicks. I'm not removing the video. The video is there. You can find it through my links, and you can still find unlisted videos. I just didn't want YouTube. YouTube has this tendency to only promote my videos that cause and stir drama, that have like mixed results. And I just think, look, I, I'm not deleting the video. I'm gonna, I'm gonna republish the video later. That's what I was getting at. That's but what I don't, I, I don't want to, I don't want right now for that to be sort of the promoted video in my feed because it's pissing people off. And that was not yeah. my intent. I don't, it's not like I'm taking back what I said because I'm still. What frustrates me is I think a lot of people are getting just so emotional as they should because it's a very emotional and raw topic, as you just said eloquently. But I still, I, I do think there was, there's a lot of hypocrisy to what some of these reactions were by particular people. Um, and I think people were fairly calling me out. Well, you're making it about you. Again, wasn't my intent, but that's another reason where I'm just like, look, I'm going to, I'm going to just pause this for a minute. It's not deleted, but I want to just respect Kobe and sort of what's happening. I don't want to, I don't want to crap on it right now. Um, but I'm going to, it's going to be back out there because I stand by what I said. You know what I mean? And that's why I, and when I heard that, I'm like, all right, well you, you, you everything in there, you stand by your word. I, if if I was in your shoes, I wouldn't even unlisted this sheet. I would have left it up. And that's when I got upset. I got upset with you because you unlisted the video. I'm like, wait a minute. If you, this is what you, this is what it is, no matter what I think. I said, forget what I think. Forget what the viewers think. Forget what them haters think. If you believe in something and you believe with complete conviction that what you're saying is right and that's the way you see it, you shouldn't compromise, even from pressure from me, even from pressure from fans, even from pressure from anyone. If it's something that you believe in, that's how that's how I am to my core. So, you know, I got upset that you unlisted it. I think it should be up right now since it's based on that's how you feel. It should be out there to share our, our, our beliefs with the world. And I understand the timing factor is what you what, what you said you rectified here. You and you're you're admitting that even though while you believe in the context of the video wholeheartedly, you do realize that the timing was wrong. And yes. I believe that's the only reason why, I'm going to assume, you can clarify it after I'm done, that's the only reason why it's an unlisted video right now is only because of the timing. Is that right? Correct. I mean, the video is okay. not, the video wasn't deleted and the video is going back up because I, everyone, I had so many people saying, you better, you know, delete the video. I'm not, there's no way I'm deleting the video. But dude, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to, I just, the, the, the amount of rawness I was getting from people was insane. 
Like, yeah, look, it's an opinion. I understand Kobe, people baby. are all, and people love it's it, but it's Kobe, like I, I lived in LA and I just I wasn't, you know, no. look, I, I'm sad for his family beyond words. Like I, I still am shook up by it. My family and I, it made me look at my kids all like I dude, I get it. Like this is a heartbreaking tragedy. I'm not saying, but at the same time, it's like you can't just come at people who are just saying something you disagree with. You know, that's what's that's what's so frustrating. I got this one comment I just want to share because I'm not gonna call him out by name because I don't even want to publish him. But this dude just went off and just went like uh uh, you're a terrible person. Uh, you're not important to anyone anymore. F off into oblivion. Hope your ex gets full custody. Who deserves a oh, father with oh. actual morals, oh. dude? I got so many shit. Like, like these are the people who are telling me what to do. I am not kowtowing to them. They do not own me. But I can just see like people are raw right now. People are upset, and I don't want to be in there stirring up hate towards Kobe or his family because. My video wasn't trying to hit him. It wasn't trying to talk about him and those accusations or whatever happened. It was about the people who are believe all women, believe victims, except when it's convenient. That is what my video was about. And people just don't want to hear that yet. But I assure you, I will put the message back out there later because it is a fair message and it's a valid message. Alyssa Milano, if she stands by all women and she's going to support all those people, she shouldn't be posting selfies with them. She should just keep it to herself. It just it's hypocritical to me. Doesn't mean I don't support Kobe and think that he's a you know, he got he didn't do any wrong. He's not accused, right? He didn't get convicted. So that's fair. But there's just certain people that I don't believe stand by their convictions. So look, it's it, it's. The reason it's unlisted for now is just because I want to respect a lot of people I respect. Uh, we're very upset. We're like, dude, it's too soon. So I, I want to say, look, I, I'm not, I'm not evil. I'm not a mean person. I hear that, and I think that's fair. So it's there. It's not gone, uh, and it'll be relisted, sort of, you know, in a few days or whatever when sort of it dies down. Because I don't want right now YouTube. Uh, I don't want to give YouTube that hate. I don't want YouTube to just take because that's all YouTube does. I have so many people just come at me like, all you do is talk about cancel that. I do it maybe one every 12, 13 videos. And that's the only ones YouTube promotes. And I'm just sick of it because I want them to watch this show, my movie commentary shows, you know, stuff I'm also doing so they can see everything I'm out there. So I didn't want this one to, to just be a sore thumb right now and just have everyone come at me and ignore the, the issue, which they're going to ignore because they're high on emotions right now. Does that make sense? It makes sense. But anyway, I look, I appreciate you talking to me and I don't want to make this stream all about it. Uh, what I want to just make clear. And I think mind you, I was up for that. I was completely let you guys know. I wanted a full on <laughs> brouhaha. What the well, hell? Well, I don't want to talk about the accusations. What do you mean is that? I wanted this whole show to be that. But I understand it's about the, the pop culture and we got topics to hit. So, Dude, I'm, I'm, not, dude I'm not going from that. I just think a lot of people wanted to hear about the other stuff and have fun. There's so much talk about it right now. What I'm frustrated by, if we're going there a little bit, it's just like, who isn't capitalizing on him right now? Like every media outlet is. You can say they're not, but they're reporting on this 24-7. They're repeating things over and over again. It's all just new. Like we're all talking news about it. And there are, there are people out there that I do think we should be calling out. Ari Schaefer, for example. Let me ask you a question. That you have a question. you watched that clip from Ari Schaefer? Like, what a scumbag. Just... Let me ask you a question. Can I yeah. ask you a question? Yeah, yeah, yeah go question for it. Right here. Were you a little bit upset that Kobe got celebrated when you were in the same situation and you didn't get your redemption? Was that a little bit of, of motivation? No, honestly, it wasn't about me. The thing that triggered me, it, really, you're trying to get me. I, I'm, a, I'm always up front with you. I, I saw Evan Rachel Wood's post, which is in my video, and I thought, man, I don't agree with her. I think she was way too harsh. But I thought, you know what? She's standing by her convictions. Good for her. And then I went around to see who else was doing that. Who else had the balls to actually stand by their convictions and actually say, no, Kobe's gross. Because, look, I know you don't. I'm not going to go there either. But some of these people, 
in theory, judging by the way they act in Hollywood and the way they believe, they shouldn't be supporting Kobe right now just because of, you know, accusations. That's how the world works right now. So that's what bothered me. It, ha- it has nothing to do with me. I mean, I've, of course, there's probably some subliminal messaging there. Of course, I'm fr- I mean, I did take a shot at some of those people I knew because I know they're hypocrites. That wasn't there. I mean, sure, there's a part of me that's like, yep, screw you guys. Of course, there's a little bit. Of, but I just, those I know are the hypocrites because it's like, how dare, like, how can they ignore certain accusations, but not, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is a very thing. So it was more about the hypocrisy than woe is me or, you know, I'm pissed at them. I, I want to move forward, but I hate when I see hypocrisy out there. It's complete BS. Um, and that, you know, that's what it was about. And that's why I tried to really start that video supporting Kobe and Sue. At the same time, when I looked at, at the accusations and stuff, we've talked about this. And I don't, I, but I don't want to go there right now because I know people are upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but it's fine, like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to go into like, did he rape somebody? Like, that's not what this should be about right now. He shouldn't be celebrated that way. He should be celebrated for the legend he is. And that's again why I enlisted and paused it because I don't want to even have the conversation. There's a lot of news outlets who are now reporting on that question. And look, it's going to be a, a complicated question. I think people will talk to you forever. But to be to be honest, no, you are right, and a lot of people who are celebrating right, we shouldn't be focused on that right now. That that's why I'm unlisted. That's why I didn't want to have a whole hour just conversation about it, uh, because you know that's what it's about. Again, yeah, what I was you. frustrated with about was st- I don't agree with Evan Rachel Wood, but I applaud her for at least standing by what she believes. Do you know what I'm saying? Whereas other people, mm-hmm. I feel like were just like, well, this is the popular trending hashtag. I'm going to get some likes is really what I feel like a lot of people were doing. That's sort of a trend when people die. Here's the selfie of when I met the person, which, you know, it is what it is. But it's like, again, I, I don't think Alyssa Milano, given her history, should have done that. I, I, do you? Why is it that you have, you're accrediting Alyssa Milano as the Me Too founder when that other chick is the face of it? Like, what is Alyssa? What happened? What's with Alyssa no, Milano? She, what is that? she like coined the term, dude. She was trust me. I know my Me Too history. <laughs> I know it pretty well. You know your of, you the, know the, your Kobe history, but I know my Me Too history. And no, she's why a do they very have the vocal other girl as the face of the Me Too movement as the she's one who not started. The, there's someone else out there that's uh, no. credited that gets all the accolades. No, for there's it. several. I mean, it started even before, but it was Ashley Judd the started it. Ashley Judd started it, and someone else. But my point is, there's 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 a few really key people and she's one of them so whether she's the first or start it doesn't matter she's been very vocal she's there at every trial she has her face on camera at kavanaugh's inauguration and everything she's a very instrumental part in that movement and regardless of what you believe in that moment that movement she should at least look she doesn't have to call him out like evan rachel wood does I think Evan Rachel Wood shouldn't be calling out. So you're a rapist. What, what did she? What did Alyssa Milano say? She like sent some like how nice you, like how great he was, and a sh- picture of Mister a Mister Rogers quote, and then a shot of her looking up to him, like sort of impressed. And look, that may be how she feels, but then practice what you preach with other people who are accused. Don't jump to accusation. Don't jump and take down Kavanaugh when he's saying he didn't do it. Right? Like what? What's the difference? You know, Kavanaugh was not Kavanaugh situation, but Brett Kavanaugh, the congressman, like, like you know, Weinstein. Well, Weinstein's harder because I do think he's he's in trial and he's having some trouble. But uh, yeah, Brett exactly. Kavanaugh is the exact one. If people know I'm talking, he's the one who got accused for you know uh, with uh, I don't know. It's unclear. What, there's no proof of it. He's still a, he's a, a Supreme Court justice right now. But that's my point. She. It's just there are certain people in this movement that if you're going to be against them. Then you got people in Hollywood know sheet though, Andy. You know they talk. They have in, they have information that even they can't speak on, and that's why they make their judgments. You know that. So you know Alyssa has heard from this person, this person who knows 
about this, but it's not public news. It's just insider Hollywood stuff that people know. Maybe that guy is sick and she knows stuff that she can't speak on, but she can't say how much she can't stand the guy. No, he's not in Hollywood. He was in D.C. But my, again, I, or uh, politi- wherever he was at. But people in Hollywood are in the know more than regular people are in the know. And she probably knows stuff that we don't. No, you're giving her a pass. That's not they're they're in the know for the movement and they want to believe it when it's convenient. That's that's what the story was. And I, you know, it's not possible. Well, no, just like you and I, neither of us really know what happened to Kobe. We don't. You can say you read everything in the world and you believe what you believe, yeah, but the reality right, is we don't Kobe. know. I'm, I'm, you're opening up that book. So fine. So go to Woody. Let's go to Woody it. Allen. All right. Let's go to Michael Jackson. Let's go to Michael Jackson. How about that? How do you okay. do we know for sure Michael Jackson did that? Because he wasn't convicted. In fact, they had every opportunity to convict him and they didn't. So is Michael Jackson, should we be destroying his life? Michael Jackson is completely clear of all charges. He did nothing based upon his accuser's lying credibility been caught in lies when your accuser is caught in lies and their credibility is damaged and they're out for greed and money nothing they say that comes out of their mouth is anything to be believed so there and you that's go the exact there, same situation with so the judd apatow delissa milano oprah winfrey everybody who's celebrating kobe is not celebrating michael jackson that is the hypocrisy in hollywood that i'm trying to point out because why aren't they given the same pass? Dude's dead. He wasn't convicted. That to me is exactly there, what do you there, mean? there's what, what, what exactly everyone celebrating Kobe is not they celebrating did not, Michael Jackson. No, that Finding Neverland documentary destroyed Michael by two people who have lied, who have not yeah. charged him with crimes. So that, that's not that everybody. Is, that's those are people with agendas, man. No, dude. Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey literally kept using Michael Jackson and then you produced that documentary yes, yes. My, and turned a on him person for that. But my, that's Hollywood, dude. <laughs> what are you, what are you that's, arguing with me about? That's Oprah. That's Oprah. Oprah. That's jo- a few, exact, uh, amount of Jody, that's, that's who I'm calling out. <laughs> how, no, no, no. You can't say the people who are responsible like Oprah and then just say it's Hollywood. There's people in Hollywood that ain't about these games. The, There's but people in Hollywood Jody, that are with the, the real people shit, I was focused people on. Hollywood no, you're, you're wrong. Michael Jackson. No, there are a lot of fans of Michael Jackson, but go on Twitter, dude. There's a lot of people in Hollywood. Oh, my God. Twitter does not represent society. I know his nephew. He's going to be on my show. I've had deep conversations about this. No one. Ignore Twitter. Ignore Twitter. I am telling you, Jody, I don't want to keep doing this because you're frustrating me. You're so wrong in this one. No one is supporting Michael Jackson. No one's supporting Michael Michael Jackson. They're not supporting Janet Jackson. They're not supporting anybody. Hollywood has blacklisted him because of that HBO documentary, which won a friggin' Emmy. So the you're HBO totally documentary wrong. Is a confined thing. Anyone can release a documentary. It just happened to be Oprah, who it, has it, lots of power. It, and but and last time I'm, <laughs> last time I checked, commenters, Oprah can you help me here? Bro. Can you Did try and talk traded? some sense into Jody? It's not just about Twitter. It's about Hollywood, which is who I'm calling out in this video. I don't understand okay. what we're even arguing wait, wait, about. Wait. <laughs> you don't do. Are you not aware that Oprah got backlash from the documentary? Are you not aware of that? Even Hollywood is is people in Hollywood. By people saying, on Twitter, oh. no, not in the broad scope. I'm talking to his family. His family's having a struggle. His family is struggling to get the word out because Oprah is not canceled at all. Sure, everybody's going to complain about somebody, but not to Bro, the scope. The real, ones, the real ones already canceled Oprah. For the one, the dude, I'm with you. Don't get me started on Oprah. I'm, the blind she, followers that are told what to believe, they don't matter. Dude, she's selling on arenas with The Rock in it. She, she's not canceled by any means of the stretch of imagination. So I know. There I know are, now, canceled. you and I are in agreement. But I, I, so my point is, Judd Apatow, there's so many people who will just take a dump on Michael afterwards who are all like, Kobe, yeah. That is the hypocrisy. Because you can't 
say Kobe's fine and Michael's not because both weren't acute, you know, weren't charged with a crime. That was the point of my video. That's all I want to sort of get at because we can go in circles. That was the, you just helped me get there. That was the exact point of what I was trying to say. There are there, like people saying there are literally radio stations who still won't play Michael Jackson because of that documentary, which was a completely biased piece of crap. Yes. I, so and you know there was millions of people who refused to watch it. There were way were more. That? Way, it was their highest rated. It was their highest rated documentary, I think, ever, Jody. <laughs> Why a uh, highest rated documentary on HBO? Yeah. means that everyone watched it. No, the highest it means... rated show on VH1 is Basketball Girls twerking their buttholes. That don't mean shit. But they watch All it in Hollywood. Four, five, six million of them. All right, Jody, you're right. I, what do you want me to say? So jo Michael Jackson isn't canceled. His family's wrong, and the documentary Michael wasn't Jackson successful. Michael Jackson is dead. <laughs> yeah, and it's horrifying what they're doing to him. He's not celebrated like he used to be because of that. There's he's dead. If this happened when he was alive, totally it did. different story. It did, and they never convicted him, right? We're talking about the documentary. The documentary came out. They post couldn't Michael make Jackson's the documentary death. when he was alive. Exact. Agreed. Anyway. Why they? Uh, anyway. Uh, what I'm all I'm trying to get at is that uh, they couldn't make it because they would have been Michael Jackson would have sued them to King Come because they were they were constantly trying to get money from the Jackson family. People should do their homework on that because granted our our chat and our audience your audience might support you, um, but there are snakes in Hollywood, huge snakes yes, in Hollywood, that. and that is that is who I was calling out. I go against Hollywood on a lot of things too, but you can't just jumble if it's Hollywood. Oh, it's Hollywood. Sometimes, bro, there's people that are dealing, that are in Hollywood that are genuinely good people. Right, but I didn't call them out, man. I know. You, you said Oprah's documentary is Hollywood. No, that's Oprah. That's Oprah doing some bullshit. And the chick under her, the one that interviewed R. Kelly, Gigi, whatever freaking name is, that's an <laughs> Oprah sheet. And, yes. and look, they're here. Gail, you, might, you mean Gail King, yes. Gail, yes. That here's interview, how, come on, that interview was crazy. Who, Gail King handled that really well, though. Come on. She did, she did. She did a great job. But here's what I'm talking about. On the front of Oprah, I could only speak for my surroundings. I could speak for a lot of people that have this melanin in their skin. We ain't after with Oprah no more, bruh. And that's facts. That you you don't see, you ain't a part of it. And I understand. But we ain't after with her no more after that, bro. The, the community of Michael Jackson, the real supporters and fans, we ain't never went Oprah no more. We we pissing on her off of that shit. We're mad about that slander case. The FBI agent came out and says everything they said was a lie. So public perception, real ones don't care about that. Just as long as we know what's real and we live our lives accordingly. Forget what everyone else believes. Sure. I, I mean, all of Hollywood isn't um, terrible. I agree. There's certain people in there, but I would argue it's a bubble of people who don't want to uh, say unpopular opinions because then they're ostracized. And that's 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 what I'm referring to. And of I think course. there was a lot of people, the ones I called out, who I just think are hypocritical because I know they were, because they will blame, I, I know from experience, they blame people based off accusations. Uh, but, you know, that's what I'm calling it. out. That's There's what a, I was calling out. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm at war with most of the same things you are. Just let that be out there. Yeah, and look, I I, I hear you. I mean, I I think this is a complicated conversation. It's just it's a heavy conversation. I'm not opposed. It's a conversational. And that's I'm what not. I yeah, no, okay. it's not opposed to having it. It's I'm, I'm yeah. here having it always. I'm not. I don't shut that people real, down. Baby. But that's why I was so frustrated by people reacting to that video because they just jumped to conclusions and they just I said know. you're you're a you're a just trying to you're anti me too. You're you're against all of this. 
stop telling me what I am and stop telling me what kind of content I can make. Like Jesus. You know what you need? I got a, I got a solution for you, bro. I got, I got something that'll fix all that. You need yeah. moderators on your channel, bro. You need more blue wrenches. Yeah, sure. Be in your you know what, fans? You can weed out all them, them, them cancerous comments. Some of these, uh, I got to get some more because I have Bunda, you're a killer, you Devin. Bro. But I need, if anybody who's is in my, uh, like uh, Michael, I see you there all the time. Some, I need to get some more people I trust who are supporters who are here all the time to sort of help me uh, do that. Look at this so you idiot right it. here. Look, look, Cold City, what a freak that long name. Jody is defending Hollywood to get tickets to the premieres. That's stupid. Wait, You're a cuck for saying can some you, uh, you like that. You should label, uh, jump in there so I can make, because I still have to, if you make a comment, I can upgrade you instantly yeah, live. Look at, look, at, look at that. Let me, can I be, can I be the honor to do this? <laughs> don't do it, Bunda. Bunda, don't, Bunda, don't do it for it. Let, let Bunda, him do it. Do it. I just commented. <laughs> I just commented. There we go. He's, he's just commenting. I did, there I moderator. Am. There you go. You there are I now am. a moderator. My, ah, there Jody's gone. Right. <laughs> You're in trouble now, guys. I see comments getting retracted now. Hold on. What's his name? Cold thigh high. Hey, 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 hey I got something for you, player. Oh, <laughs> boom! Sixty-six. Uh, hit me up on uh, hit me up on Twitter. Tell me uh, to support me. It's the ones I know because I'll, I'll remember. To remind me the hardcore people in there or members. Um, uh, members. Jen She Fox, thank you. Why can't I watch the Michael Jackson Simpsons episode of Disney Plus? Amen. Right, I have that episode right, taped. Right. Right, and on DVD, up. and I've shown that to my kids several times. They love it's it. Up. Lisa, it's, it's your birthday. And now I, I'm, you're telling me that I can't it's show up. that content to my kids because of that documentary? That was the that most is, cowardly thing The yeah. Simpsons did, even beyond just, uh, beyond firing Apu. Uh, it's just like, it makes, it's just, uh, it, the other one that really bothered me is I took my kids to see Weird Al in concert, who I'm like my idol, and he didn't do the Michael Jackson covers. He didn't do Fat, he didn't do Eat It, and my kids, my my song to my kid is Eat It because he doesn't eat. I was so excited to hear Eat It, and they, he's like, nah, I didn't uh, want to do it because of all the pressure. That's what's yeah. happening in Hollywood. That's BS. And all those people who were calling out Michael Jackson which whatever, if you want to call it Michael Jackson, that's your right as freedom of speech. But then you mm -hmm. can't go say, oh, Kobe's a hero because they both have serious accusations. And if you're going to then believe all victims, you got to do it across. Otherwise, you have no conviction. That's why Evan Rachel Wood, why I don't agree with her. I at least applaud her for standing by what she believes in. And all these other people are cowards. They're just I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. <laughs> I'm going to play devil's advocate. Kobe. Uh, Kobe's accusations and Michael's accusations are far away from each other. Yeah, Michael's sure. accusations were little kids, bro. Come yeah, on. Yeah, no, I mean, look, but but he still wasn't accused. That's a whole nother level look, of hate. he wasn't, I agree, don't get me wrong, but he was not yeah. convicted. He was not convicted. I know. And there's a lot I to know. that story that I know it's like, people don't want to say it. I'm going to say it because it is what it is. Look, I, he did some stuff I think is still weird, of course. I think there's, and I and I, I want to get more of that conversation. I'm hoping I'll be able to, to do that because if you guys don't follow Taj Jackson, you should. He, he He's defending his uncle like crazy and he's a great guy and is just trying to do his best. Um but there's a lot there. I, I wish I, I hope that comes together. I'm trying to his schedule stuff. Uh, I'm hoping I'll line that up at some point because that that is a really sad story. What's happening? That family, and that just that that there's a lot of support there. There's a lot of Michael Jackson support, which good for them. Um, but it's sickening to me when Hollywood will not see the hypocrisy there. It just it is. So that, anyway, let's move on to some fun stuff because I don't want to keep doing this. Let's go. Um, I want to talk about some fun topics. Thank you guys who are still fun. with me, bearing with us. Let's, let's do a fun pivot. Boop. Uh, Transformers, Jody. What do you think of Transformers? Oh, oh my God. Uh, when I think of Transformers, <laughs> I think of in six years when I turn 40, I'm going to have to go into the doctor for that colonoscopy thing. 
with the doctor. That's what I think of. So you're not a fan of Transformers. Uh, uh, th that's correct. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I'm not either. But new Transformers movies are in the works from Zodiac and Army of the Dead writers. Um, oh, wait, I gotta get rid of this. Oh, that's new. Um, Paramount so and Hasbro are pursuing concurrent development as they seek to expand the war between Autobots and Decepticons. They're rebuilding Transformers by hiring two writers to pen scripts for the multi-billion dollar franchise. Uh, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, which is upcoming, and James Vanderbilt, who did uh, Dave Fincher's Zodiac, have been tapped to pen separate scripts uh, and current development. Um, this is after Bumblebee was the 1980s spinoff, uh, and then obviously all the Shia LaBeouf films, Megan Fox, etc. They don't know what the new directions are going to be, um, but uh, these are, in theory, new arcs that could go there. So the question is, I can, and I want to see, the way this show works is we put out headlines and we try and challenge each other to see if we can change our mind on certain subjects. Um, I'm a fan of Bumblebee. So you know what? I could see Transformers being worthy. The question is, <laughs> should there be more Transformers movies? Uh, what do you think, Jody? Oh, that's the question. Should there be more Transformers movies? Is yes. that what I'm going to try to? What do you think? Do you want to fight that? <laughs> I, I, I don't like Transformers. Free Transformers. <laughs> I could go either um, way. You could you could take you it. Get, you got it. I, I like Bumblebee, so I could say that there I would are. Love, I would love to hear your pitch to convince me why there should be more Transformers movies. All right. Well, I think once you strip away Michael Bay, uh, once you strip away Michael Bay and you put in a character like Bumblebee who doesn't have to talk too much, mm. and you put in some fun, you put in uh, Haley Steinfeld was, was a, is a good actress from True Grit. Uh, she's, she's got serious grit there. Uh, and you, they made it like an 80s film that had some danger to it. It felt like an old school 80s movie. Um, uh, a little scary, funny. Uh, Talking about the same movie, Bumblebee? Bumblebee. Yeah, I thought it was a really solid uh, movie. Um, and uh, if you if you go that approach, and you don't just become uh, as as they said in the was in the honest trailers, two junkyards having sex, which is what the other I feel like Transformers movies is, is just boom, 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 boom. Um, if you actually can focus on some interesting adult characters you know, simplify the robot characters and put them in sort of that world. I think you could make cool Transformer movies. Um, so Bumblebee was, I think, the perfect example of that. Uh, and I think as if they go that route of standalone, uh, interesting ideas uh, of sort of short circuit robot and a girl, I think you could do that again. Bumble, I would see another Bumblebee. All right, I, I, could, I could see that a little bit. When you started off and you were talking about when you strip away Michael Bay, I was like, hey, you know what? Hey, that that sounded good for a second, and then when you then you replace that with add in Bumblebee, I was like, oh no, you lost me, because I do not like that Bumblebee movie. Uh, Bumblebee was Bumblebee is the best Transformers movie. Bumblebee is probably the greatest action film of the last ten years. Bumblebee was everything a Transformers fan and a little boy growing into a grown man would love to see. In the first five minutes when they were on, uh, uh, freaking, uh, uh, the Transformers planet. Why am I Cybertron, yeah. Cybertron, Cybertron. When they were on Cybertron in that first five, six minutes, and I saw that sequence with Optimus and Sheep going down, and them, and I actually saw the planet and Sheep was raw, I said, uh, yeah, we're, we're destined for greatness. This is fire. And then they flipped the script and went back to Earth. And they keep going back to Earth. And they keep going back to a kid, a girl, a boy that has to tag along. And they keep going to that whack, kitty, no stakes having, small, why is he so popular? Oh, yeah, because of kids, freaking Bumblebee, bro. Bumblebee is not the best Transformer. He's not the second, third, or fourth best Transformer. Why is this dude? Bumblebee is awesome. He's so great because of the doggone kids. 
Now, it's Paramount, right? That's what this is. Paramount's yeah. making these new ones, yeah? Yeah. So they retain their rights to their Transformers. They released Transformers 1, 2. So Transformers, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, Transformers Dark of the Moon, Transformers The Last Night. No, no, no. Age of Extinction. And then The Last Night. All The first one, I liked. The second one had parts. Everything after that, wash. And this Transformers franchise has been really separating real cinema and real action fans from just clowns who just like to see, like you said, uh, junkyards having sex. <laughs> and I got to say, man, I'm, I do not ever want to see another Transformers movie again because I know the formula. And Paramount is back again. If you said Universal took over, Warner Brothers took over, heck, Sony or Disney. I would have got a little bit more excited and I probably would have gave this a chance. But All right. Well, there just you go. go this, right is, back to it. this isn't yin yang. I'm changing your mind. So fine. We'll have, uh, we'll do everything you just said. Yeah. We'll do everything you said. Uh, we'll, we'll get rid of Michael Bay. We'll put it on Cybertron. Uh, it'll still have sort of a fun, uh, it could have a fun eighties feel oh, like transformers, oh, the cartoon oh. movie. And oh. we focus on the transformers instead of the people. We oh. do beast wars. What do you think? Oh, did we change yes. our? Did we change our mind? We down for more Star Wars? Sign me up! Ding, ding, ding! All right, that's how the show works. Oh, well, no well, points. That's what it is. Then. Yeah, uh, no great. points. I think we should. We're not going to do that though. The show. This show needs to be us positively trying to change each other's mind in a story. To sort of, how do we both ag agree? Oh heck yeah! That's okay. Well yeah, that's what would have to happen. We could talk about what would have to happen for said. You know what would have to happen for this to be successful. What would have to happen for? this to be uh, awesome and loved and beloved. What would happen for this to come back and be popular again? And then we get into positivity. Yeah. Well, there you go. We just, we just changed our mind. There we go. I'm, uh, I'm excited for, uh, uh, but Madman Mark, I've literally watched Bumblebee for the first time and I fell asleep multiple times. Oh, well, Bruh. I saw a couple other people <laughs> liked it too. Um, uh, and I'm adding a couple of moderators. People I've read recognized you guys have just gotten mod power. If you abuse yeah, it, I will remove it. Support. I will remove it, but, uh, uh, I think I can. Yeah. So, uh, but you, I'm giving some of my OG members. If you guys join and your members and I see that yellow badge, boom, you guys have been here since the beginning. You've earned moderation, which means you can, uh, if someone's being a mm. jerk, you can cancel them out. Uh, so welcome to the team. Uh, all Thank right. You. Well, there you go. First one we walked out, we, we did it. So let's go to uh, round two. Robert Patton's The Batman. Uh, okay. Now, yeah. look, I don't know if we're going to have to change each other's mind. I'm excited for this. I think this I'm is... not. Oh, you're not. Okay, good. Perfect. No. Well, there you go. I'm excited uh. for this because I'm ready for a new take. And I love that it's not some like weird blue or hue. It looks like it's going to be normally colored. <laughs> it's uh, He's shooting with a clap. That means it's on film, I think, uh, in this original clapper. Uh, I, I, there's obviously not much to gauge yet, but he didn't introduce two more characters, like regular city characters. Uh, but I'm on board for this movie. I think Robert Pattinson is due. You're not. What you, so you don't, you don't think this could be a good movie? I think it can be a good movie, but I just it's not. I don't think it could be a good movie more than I can think it'll be a a, a bad one. I'm more in, I'm more in the middle. I'm really on the fence. So this is really kind of like perfect. But I'm not excited for this film because there's too many factors that are working against this movie for me number one is matt reeves you know um um robert pattinson i gave him a, I, mean, I gave him a chance so me and rob are cool you know i i know that i i i questioned his acting ability after uh the twilight uh saga which was atrocious acting across the board and i'm like you got that dude to be batman and a lot of my subscribers were like yo jody he did a lot of indie man he did check this movie out check this movie out I seen uh, the movie he did with um, uh, with the, the lighthouse. I saw that one, 
And I saw a lot from him. So I, I'm like, you know what? I would like to see you as Batman. So he's cool with me. It was that cast of Catwoman, the cast of Penguin. Those are suspect for me. Combined with the director, uh, I just can't get behind it. So oh, you don't I like Planet of the Apes, the Rise of the Planet of the Apes with James Franco? You didn't think that was a cool reboot? I like Rise, Dawn, and I dislike War. So Matt Reeves did Rise. He started that franchise, which was like mm-hmm. coming off of Tim Burton. He did all three. No, he did. He did the first one. Rupert, uh, what's his name? Rupert Wyatt did two and three. Uh, Matt Reeves did. Oh, oh, Matt Reeves didn't direct the third one. Oh no, maybe I'm wrong. Sorry, you're right. I thought he did no, all three. That's you're right. So Rupert ever did. Uh, I'm mistaking it. He did the first one. He did Dawn and War. Sorry, you are correct. I, yeah. I did them back and forth. Um, but you didn't like Dawn or or War. Or you see, you liked War, but not Dawn. <laughs> well, you liked Dawn, but you not go. War. But my my, fa- my favorite one was probably. No, nah, well, I'll give I'll give Matt Reeves credit. Uh, the was, second one is great. First? Don Rise is the second Rise is, one, right? Rise is James Franco, where they they uh, right, so he Don first then. speaks, Don and then is Don the is him one. and Coco. Where is it, Kobo? Which I thought was the best Coba, one. Coba, Coba. <laughs> that was freaking great. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. I like the first one, but I think the second one. Bit, and then I'm with the you. Second. Third, third one wasn't as good as the other ones. But my point is, he did pretty well in that first one, and and just all that CGI getting Andy Serkis to deliver in that performance, it, it was pretty damn impressive. I thought for a, for a, I didn't think they could ever bring, not only bring Planet of the Apes back, but make it serious and make me care the way they did was pretty damn impressive. So my point being, I got to give Matt Reeves props. Like he did it. I, and not to name drop, but I got to interview him for, they flew me out for war to New Zealand and I got to do the junket and I talked to him. Dude's a huge Batman fan. Like this is like a big deal for him. Like he's very, very excited and very involved in it. So that's the other reason I'm on, excuse me. Oh, Smirnoff Ice made me burp. Gross. Um, I'm very excited because he's a fan. He's a fan and he seems like a smart fan and he's been really taking time to do this right. He started with Matt Ben Affleck and then when all Ben Affleck had his trouble, he had to still adjust it. So I, I think that Matt Reeves to me isn't the problem. I'm with you in some of the casting, but they're all fantastic actors. Like Colin Farrell, I'll watch him do anything. Uh, did you like Gentleman? Wasn't he freaking great in The Gentleman? Yeah, he was good in The Gentleman. I, mean, I liked his character the most yeah. in that film. I, he, him and Hugh Grant were to me the standouts, and I, Colin Farrell is such a surprise, fun little character to nowhere. But love I just the, think Colin, Colin Farrell can't, you know, can just pull it off. So even Dumbo, which I hated, I thought Colin Farrell at least was interesting. Like Colin Farrell delivers the performance, so. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And then uh, Paul Dano, I, I don't know. I, I think he's done really great performances. Swiss Army Man, uh, There Will Be Blood. I mean, he's done a lot of fantastic stuff. So I'm at, like, benefit of the doubt. And this idea I of like multiple- I like him, too. I like him, too. I'm certifying him, and I'm certifying Commissioner Gordon Cassidy. Uh, Cole, Jeffrey yeah, Wright. Yeah, Jeffrey Wright is great. And I, I like Andy yeah. Serkis getting the chance to do a live-action role as um, uh, Gordon. Um, Zoe Kravitz, eh, we'll see. I don't, I don't, I haven't been disappointed by her, but I haven't been impressed by her. You said Andy Serkis is, is Commissioner Gordon. Wait, what, what happened to Jeffrey Wright? Uh, no, sorry. He, who's who? He's the, he's the mayor. Alfred. He he's Alfred. Alfred. He's Alfred. Yes. Uh, you're right. Uh, Andy Serkis is Alfred. Uh, yeah. Jeffrey Wright's Commissioner Jeffrey Gordon. Gordon. Um, yeah, yeah. but still that's, uh, it's pretty yeah, good cast okay. rounding up. And yeah, I, yeah, that's good. I think Zoe Kravitz is the one where I'm like, I don't know. And then John Turturro as Carmaine Falcon. I love John Turturro. Peter Skarsgård is in it as well. It's a pretty fun cast. And I, I like the multiple villains, not in a Joel Schumacher way, but in sort of, if they go Arkham Asylum and it's actually so. dark, I mean, mm-hmm. come on, this is good. This could, yeah. this could be, and, and you at least are giving Robert Pattinson a fair shot because the dude yep. can act. Um, he yep. has proven that. So I, what do you, how do we not change your mind? Penguin is in the penguin for me. That casting is off. 
the uh, casting for Catwoman is off, and then combine that with the director. Now, you brought up him and Ben Affleck, and that my issue, you know, is not with Matt Reeves on a creative aspect. You know, even though I didn't like War that much, when I put my turn my back on Matt Reeves is when he turned his back on the fans, and he was playing with us, and he was and he was uh, he's a liar. He he got caught in lies on Twitter about handling the Ben Affleck as Batman situation, I really feel like Matt Reeves is a snake. Because he was, he released tweets saying, oh, I don't know what's going on. The, the script is done. Yeah, we're doing this and this. And Ben was coming out saying something totally different. And then there was a leak. And, and then Matt Reeves leaked something. He said something by mistake on Twitter. Uh, it was a long time ago, but uh, he leaked something on Twitter that cracked the internet. And we were like, whoa, yo, what's going on? What's going on? And then everybody was commenting over it. I think he released it on like a Friday, and he didn't pop up until Monday. So the whole weekend, the world is like, yo, Matt Reeves saying this and this. And then in order to downplay it, he was like, whoa, guys, calm down, calm down. I meant this, this, this. And it was totally off from what he said. We clearly saw he was caught in a lie. He said something he shouldn't have said, and then he tried to back out of it. He didn't own up to his shit, and I just don't respect directors who don't take responsibility and then directors who blatantly lie. And Ben Affleck got hung out on the ringer, man. That I mean, film, he really wanted to get done. He was writing, acting, and was, directing that thing. He was going I think Matt Reeves had something to do with he why was, he was out of there. Uh, well, one, your f screen is frozen, just so you know. We can hear you still, but for some reason your video uh, froze during your monologue there, but I don't want to interrupt you. Try to fix it. Um, while you're trying to figure it out. Look, I don't want to get into that either, but from what I've heard and inside I know, Ben Affleck was going through some serious oh, personal struggles. Yeah, and oh, so yeah. I don't know if that's a, if Matt Reeves has the power to do such a move. That seemed to me like Warner Brothers is like, dude, Ben, get your shit together or you're out. Um, so I don't, I don't know if I would point to Matt Reeves as the problem of that, because it just seems like, how does Matt Reeves have the power to shut down Ben Affleck's game? Uh, I, I think he probably was just like, can I keep the gig? <laughs> what can I do to make sure I'm still employed? You know? Um, right. So uh, that was my only, uh, that's the only thing I would say to that. I, I don't know if that's the case. I, Matt Reeves can't have the power to, to, to fire uh, Ben Affleck. That seems crazy. Um, but as you get your camera sorted, because uh, Jody's fixing it and he's restarting his thing. Um, let's, All right, we're back. We're back. There we go. All right, cool. Um, as we, uh, so I, I think you know, yeah, sure, he could have. I don't think either of us know, but um, he clearly wanted to freeze your your webcam there. He's pissed at you. Uh, but I think I don't know. I don't. Th I think that was a Warner Brothers Ben Affleck mutual decision because, uh, I mean, well, because Ben Affleck was going to direct it at some point too, right? And then Matt Reeves came in to replace and then sort of was going to direct him. Um, it just feels to me like there was, there's clearly more to the story, but I don't know if Matt Reeves would have the power. Um, all right. Well, Jody's still having, I'm uh, still here. I'm still here. Oh, yeah, I guess like we can hear you as long as we can hear you. That's fine. Um, all right, let's go. Uh, let's, as he's figuring that out, I have another story. I want to jump in. Am into. I back? Am I back? You are back. Right. You're back. All right, cool. Uh, here's some others. Let's go through some other fast, uh, fast, uh, headlines, but this one's fitting because it's Fast and the Furious Nine. They did a teaser oh, with Friday, Vin baby. Diesel. Uh, he's saying, "I can't, I can't live my life a quarter of a mile at a time anymore," because he's a dad, and we get to see his kid. Uh, and then we get the necklace and stuff is what's happening. But Friday is when uh, is when we get to see the trailer. They've now officially titled the film F Nine. <laughs> like, is there a franchise with worse titles than the Fast and the Furious movies? There's no rhyme or reason to the titles. They change every Quinn single is, time. Is giving it a fight. <laughs> sure, but it's not a whole franchise that it's like it's like Fast and the Furious, and then it's 
too fast, too furious. Then it's, let me see if I can do them all. And then fast and furious Tokyo drift and then mm-hmm. fast and the furious and then fast five and then mm-hmm. fast furious fast and the furious six. And then furious six, I believe. No, it's furious right? seven. Furious and then seven, it was fast, fast eight. And mm-hmm. now it's no, no, no fate of the furious <laughs> fate of the furious. And now it's F nine. I mean, that's a really I like my movies and my DVD like wall still to like have some alphabetical nature to it and that just pisses me off. And now it's called the Fast Saga Saga, sorry Saga Saga. Um anyway, I here's what I here's my opinion. Tell me if there, if you can change your mind. Wow. Vin Diesel needs to retire after Fast 9. <laughs> why 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 is it because he's 55 years old? No, I'm just over his attitude. I'm over Dom. I don't care the anymore. Boys, all that bo- it's cheesy now. I'm just it's oh, he's I liked it. I'm into I'm I'm there for part 9, but Vin, come on. You got to you got to yeah. find a new franchise. You can't keep bet, 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 you know relying on this one. It's time. We got no Paul's not there anymore. You kicked out the rock. And now you're just like hanging around, still play. It's like he's late to the party. Like, yeah, yeah, fast is still good. Uh, I, look, I hope if this is like the finale for Vin and he's going to step out, and then maybe he shows up in eleven or twelve, whatever. Okay, but he needs oh. to step out of the shadow of the of the spotlight on this one and just let it let it end for a little bit. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I gotta <laughs> agree with the fact that Vin Diesel's kind of looking. It, it, it looks to me. I didn't. They released a little like a one minute clip pre trailer, right? Yeah, there's like a it's a 10 second clip. The trailer drops Friday, but everyone's like, How can you name your movie a keyboard hotkey? <laughs> the F9, it's true. F9 uh, does Nerd Wars. There it is. <laughs> Bruh, like, like, I think that it's F9, point, the it movie. It looks like he's a little too old. It looks like he's too old for the franchise. It's like, bro, you're, you're, and, and The Rock is, a, is, is close, but you know, with Vin, it's the same old shtick. The Rock kind of switches it up. You know what I'm saying? He could play different. But every time I see, I just seen the Bloodshot trailer, bro. And that's another network. That's with Sony, and it's a superhero film. And you're still doing the slow Dom turnarounds. And with the deep voice, <laughs> I got to get this done. I'm like, come on, bro. Is this is this you? Like, is this what your shtick is? Like, going to be for everything you're in? I mean, either... And it's, I think it's way too late for him to change it around now and actually become an actor. I saw the little, I saw like two seconds of it and I clicked away because I didn't want to get spoiled on the trailer. But I heard, he looked at his son, oh my God, he looked at his son and he said, and what did he do? He picked a tool up. (laughs) And he says, are you sure about that? (laughs) Like he's consciously making the decision to live the Paul Walker life and following daddy's footsteps. Because he's helping you do. I mean, come on with this. It's cheesy as heck, but I love the fast. Uh, yeah, films look, I, let, you know. I love the cheesy too. Let's not. I'm with you, but yeah, it's, yeah. at a certain point, you gotta. You gotta move on. You gotta let it go. You gotta let. You gotta throw the cheese out or put it in the fridge for a while. Uh, yeah. uh, so all right, so we're gonna have to change anybody's mind, but that was at least fun to talk about. Uh, Bunda, but, but, but I am excited. I am excited about this sheet though. Like, what, yeah. what do you think, man? I'm, are you thinking? Are you? Are you? Were you at a billion dollars? Uh, yeah, I could, it could. I mean, the timing is good too, because it drops. When does it come out? When is the actual, it's, when is it coming out? May. May. Okay. So yeah, I mean, Black Widow, I do not think is going to be as big as everyone thinks. I think there's Marvel. People are like, oh, I want another Marvel. So they're, they're going to go see what, it. What you got for Black Widow? But I, I could see Fast, could Fast and the Furious out, outgross Black Widow. Yes, it's going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, that's I where I'm leaning too. I, I think that's probably not, everyone's going to say that, but I think Fast 9 could do it, especially if they smartly 
you know, set this up as Vin's last movie. If this is like mm-hmm. the finale for Vin and like say goodbye, this is the end for the first. I heard for, they wanted to do ten of them. Sure, but I don't know. I think you got to end off Dom. You get, you're bringing in John Cena. You got to figure out a way to rebranch and do the next one because you could. You can cast somebody in Fast Nine and Fast Ten and put some other the cast there and still make it fun. It'll die. It'll crash. Um, we'll, we'll but uh, I don't know. I, I don't think you can do Fast Ten. After, I, fast. I don't care about Fast Nine if they're doing Fast Ten with Vin. Honestly, and, unless they're going to space and it's Fast X and they're finally getting on the yeah. rocket and they're going to Mars, then okay, fine. But, but I don't think they have the balls to do that. Um, but I do want to read here, uh, Bunda. Thank you for the support, Bunda. Andy, please tell us the story of when Vin Diesel showed up like two hours late to the junket with his people. Uh, yeah, so that happened. We were there shooting. Nick Mundy was shooting a thing with The Rock. We were trying to. We did him eating a banana with the with The Rock or something like Lady and Tramping a banana. And uh, yeah. The Rock was is the coolest dude. I will say, like he he really shows up and is such a pro. Knows exactly what he's doing. Like Instagrammed us before we went on. Dude, dude knows how to play up to the press and to people and be a movie star. That's why he's doing so well. Um, so he was there on time, doing everything great. Vin wasn't. Two hours later, they've all been waiting. The press, the other cast members, and then Vin shows up with a Beats by Pill. That song, you know, Paul the Wallbar. He literally comes in with a soundtrack to interrupt every interview as their mid-interview. What's going on? Walking up to each little little pod to shake hands and say, "How's it going?" It was so rude and cocky, and you could just tell Dwayne was just like, "Dude, are you effing kidding me? (laughs) Like you're." Why? Why are you interrupting my interview and like showing up and making a scene when you're this late? Like, get to freaking work, bro. It was just the most like ridiculous Dang. thing ever. So I mean, that's that just sums him up in a way that I think. Uh, look, I'm not even trying to knock him out. Bunda made me tell the story again, but uh, right. you can tell he's just that type of guy. He just he everything's big with him. He thinks he's the the, the head of the room, and he is. He's Vin Diesel. Look, I'm not trying to knock Vin Diesel. I like Vin Diesel. I mean, he's. I'm excited for Bloodshot. Are you? No. It could be cool. You don't think it could it be could cool? Be. It could be, but it probably won't. At this point, like, why is Vin... Bro, think about it, man. Vin Diesel ain't no star. He ain't shit. He's a guy that latched on to Fast and the Furious and wouldn't let go. And all of a sudden, because he got so much money from Fast, he was supposed to put him on this iconic level. He ain't there with me. When he is retires, he, a movie he star? nothing to me. Like Robert Downey Jr., the conversation we had, is, he, is Vin he, Diesel a movie right star? He's right there with Robert Downey Jr. He is not a movie star. Without the Fast it, movies, he can't really... I mean, he, Guardians he doesn't count. It, Those the pitch black movies and, and uh, 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 Chronicles of Riddick didn't do well. That witchcraft, witcher, hunter, slayer. Oh, that was None really of the movies did well. <laughs> I liked... Uh, I, what was the... Uh, uh, yeah, no, you're right. Uh, oh, Triple uh, X, Return of Xander Cage was friggin' funny. <laughs> It was oh, it was fun that cheese. Was a, that was a terrible, entertaining. <laughs> uh, that was an amazingly entertaining, <laughs> crappy movie. Yeah, it was pretty solid. Uh, anyway, but all right. So here we go. Let's go to the next topic. I'm gonna bru- yeah. breeze through some of these. Lethal Weapon Five confirmed with original cast Whoa. and director Whoa. returning. Uh, apparently, well, this is that headline seems a little misleading for Movie Web. Uh, but we're trying to make Lethal Weapon movie again. Dick, Dick uh, Richard Donner's coming back. The original cast is coming back, and I it's amazing. About this. The story is very personal to him. Mel and Danny are ready to go, so it's just about the script. Now that doesn't what? mean it's coming, but dude, sign me up. I'm on board. I, look, I want to see Lethal Weapon five. I didn't like <laughs> Lethal Weapon four, but I want to. I kind of want to see the bad boys four. treatment. They Lethal. ended it so perfectly. I'm almost part of the the critic side of me says no, do not let this happen. But the fan in me is saying bring it. 
So we agree. I mean, look, uh, people. What about Mel Gibson? Is he allowed what to come back? Co- I mean, they're old, bro. Yeah, Mel Gibson definitely gonna come. They're old as shit, bro. Daddy, Daddy Glover got to be seventy. Yeah, do you and Chris Rock, you got to get back too, right? Chris Joe Rock Pesci? comes back. The daughter, the wife. Yeah, you got to do. Uh, you know, Jet, the, what uh, to Jet, wife. Jet Li was the bat. He died at the end, right? He can't come back. Did he die? Did they kill him? He's old he went too. On the, he, he got drowned or something. Dude, like if you right? see people, I I did not notice him in Mulan. I was like, he's who's... sick. He's dying, bro. I think he's dying. Who? Jet Li? Jet Li, he had like uh, a really yeah. bad sickness he, or something at one he point. He looks really, it's, I'm, I'm excited to see Mulan, but I was like, is that Jet Li? Holy crap. Yeah, um, he had like but anyway, really I like Jet Li. No disrespect to Jet Li. We all Love get Jet old. Li. It's going to happen. But anyway, uh, Lethal Weapon 5. It sounds like we both are excited for this. This is something that could happen. <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, the whole stick, what is, what is the whole motto of the Lethal Weapon franchise? I'm too what is old the for this, right? <laughs> get too old for this shit. Bro, y'all old now, bro. Ain't no getting now you're old. really old. Y'all old, bro. What are y'all doing? Bro? You're supposed to get out. Is oh, this real? Man. Like, this is really happening. I mean, it's movie web. They're not always spot on, but this is like the producer of the, this is Dan Lin, uh, who is, uh, he's, He's a producer of Lethal Weapon saying that they're all confirmed to come back. Now, look, people say that about scripts and then nothing actually gets sold, right? So who knows if the studio will let Mel Gibson make it. But it sounds like everyone's on down to come back. And I'm with you. I, I, they can't, they're not too old for this. I think that's that's the perfect time to do it. Let's do one last. Joe, Pe- Joe Pesci, bro? Come they're on. all too old. Pesci won't come back. I think they'll just say he's dead. There's we'll no way Pesci. Pesci's going to come out of retirement for Lethal Weapon 5. He doesn't need the money. He's already out of retirement. He did the Irishman. Yeah, but he did that for Marty. He's not doing this for... Come on. You really think he's going to do it? No way. Why not? It's Daddy Glover and Mel Gibson. These are these are, these are big guys now. I get do it. it. No, but nobody... Mel, Mel Gibson... Look, okay, I think Mel Gibson should... Mel Gibson should have another shot. I do think he... It's like, look, how long can you kick the guy out? Feels like he's All remorseful. Right. I feel I like he earned his way back already. He's yeah, but I don't know. I just still think there's going to be some bad people are going to people are going to cancel him. Oh, you can't bring they're going. He just cannot. Certain people are never going to let him return, no matter what, which is hypocritical. Um, but I don't know if Joe. I know Joe Pesci doesn't seem to care about that kind of stuff, and he's so old anyway. Why? What does he care? But anyway, I, I'm with you. I think uh, this seeing Lethal Weapon come back when they're actually finally too old. Because even in four, you could argue they still could do it, right? They were old, but. <laughs> Five. R- Riggs, yes. Old. Murtaugh, nah, bro. <laughs> R- Murtaugh in four, he was washed. He was past that line already, yeah. bro. Seeing him like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I hear you, Riggs. I'm coming. <laughs> Win it to me, Riggs. Win it to me. You're going to be a father, Riggs. You're going to be a daddy. Here I come, Riggs. It's true. Like, even in, like, uh, you could tell in Jumanji next level, like, he didn't, they did not want to give Danny Glover too much to do. Bro, uh, he's old, man. He can barely walk. <laughs> When he jumped uh, in that water, I said, look at this old man about to die on camera. <laughs> uh, Genji Fox, thank you. Uh, uh, Med, Mel as Mad Max again? Would you? I would see that, too. Heck, yeah. I'd see when Bird on the... Tom Hardy in that mother... I'd watch him and Goldie Hawn come back for Bird on another wire. Do you guys remember Bird on a wire? I always liked that as a kid. Uh, look, I, there's a lot of uh, Mel Gibson that could be fun. Um, but uh, Lethal Weapon 5, sign me up. It sounds like we agree. Okay, let's go to the next one. Uh, going through uh, the, the stories that are sort of too small for me to report on my other ones. This is what this sort of show is, is Jody and I reacting to news. Bill Murray returns in Groundhog Day Jeep Super Bowl commercial. What? Guys, okay. they're shooting uh, him in character. Uh, and they're getting Ned, what is his name? Ned Needles, uh, Stephen Tobaski is Ned Ryerson. Um, and, and Bill Murray is as Phil Connor. They're shooting this in Puxitani, Pennsylvania. They're doing a Jeep commercial where they're going to redo Groundhog Day. Didn't know, we don't know it yet. We don't know where it is. But I'm kind of really excited for this. 
I feel like that's the perfect way to bring that back, to do a funny little sketch in a smart big budget commercial to say like, oh crap, it actually, he's back to doing it again or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like there's a very clever way to do that. And I don't want a sequel to Groundhog Day by any means, but doing a commercial, I think that's friggin' brilliant. And I'd, look, it could be unfunny. It could suck, but that's what I'm excited for. What do you think? Do you agree? Yeah. I'm at this point where it's like, I don't like really, I'm, I don't like Bill Murray. I, especially <laughs> since he's a douchebag, but, but this is the perfect way to do it, man. When you said, Oh, Groundhog Day, I'm like, yo, they ain't bringing this shit back. And then you like Super Bowl commercial. I'm like, yep, that's just about right. That's perfect. You could, you could delve back into the world. Let us know that it's still happening. It's him. There he is. And get the freak up out of there. It was a nice trip back to the past. And I think it's, it's perfect. I th- if they do it right, it'll yeah, be Yeah, they have perfect. to do it right. You're right. They have to do it right. But I think this was one that we were, okay, we don't have to change their mind on this one either because this is, this could, mm-hmm. again, it that. could, it could be d- d- dog crap. This could be really fun. Um, Ooh, what you think the production budget on this commercial? Oh my God. Be? Massive. <laughs> oh, bro. What, what commercial is it? What, what is it for? It's for Jeep. I don't know how you connect the Jeep. Someone's going to drive by or he's going to get in the Jeep or something. But what I mean, there's you could you could make this about any product. It doesn't matter. There's a really fun hook there, no matter how you do it, of being stuck. And then you, you get into the product or, or something. You know what I mean? But it's uh, going to keep having reliving lives driving the same Jeep. Yeah. No, but I think it looks like they're doing the scene with Ned, Ned Ryerson. They're doing that scene again, <laughs> yeah, uh, which is the right. one you do if you're going to do it. Fun, you know, And you get both of those actors older. Like, oh man, we're still here doing this. Uh, there's, but why would they be old? Wouldn't he relive same. at the same age? Look, I'm not going to get nerdy and the continuity of can the Groundhog Day commercial work, but I think this is a clever way to bring it back. Yeah. So tune I in like Super that. Bowl. There's some other ones. I just did a video. If you haven't watched already, I went because they don't actually do Super Bowl commercials during the Super Bowl anymore. They released them all the week before, uh, so you can actually find them all. So I did a I did a ranking of, of some of the ones that are. There's a Rick and Morty one that's pretty funny. There was an MC Hammer one that legitimately made me laugh. Uh, there's the KFC some, Chicken MC Hammer. Uh, no, it, it's for Cheetos. Okay. Uh, and then Brian Cranston oh. did a Shining reboot of for Mountain Dew that actually was I thought was pretty clever. Um, so you can watch anyway. Yo, check those what out. What they doing? What they doing in 2020? Getting all these iconic actors. Yeah, man? the last Super Bowl money, commercials for the last few years have been terrible. Money, man. This is the easy way to make money because streaming is, I guess, not paying as much. People are not getting. No one's movie stars these days. Uh, mm. You got to get it where you can get it. All right. Next up, uh, Bad Boys for Life directors and the Farewell director Lulu. Lu- did you see the Farewell with Anna, uh, Aquafina? No, I liked it. It was pretty good. Um, anyway, she, uh, the director of that is up, we had a meeting with Marvel. She didn't really say much, uh, but the big, even bigger news that's cause they're, they're commenting is, I don't know how to say these guys are and Bilal or Falal. Um, the directors Bilal, of yeah. Falal, the, the directors of bad boy for life, um, apparently met with Marvel. Uh, and they said, there's nothing concrete. They just met us. They still like the movie. They just, oh, they wow. said they liked the movie and they told us, yo, what do you want to do? Uh, let's find something to work together on. So there's nothing really planned yet. It was just a meeting. Mm. Uh, but yeah, if we can find something cool now with Disney plus, it has all evolved so much. There's so much you can do. You can do a movie or you can do a TV show. And we've been so busy with bad boys. Mm. We've not really explored everything yet. So what we're going to do right now and uh, Bilal, we're going to check out what they've got and see if we'd like to work with them. But it's not like clear what it would be. So look who, uh, I, I don't know what this, I don't know this topic of this, but like, is this good news? Like, it seems like Marvel is like yeah. when a, when a movie is hot, they just take a meeting. And then these guys are smartly like, yeah, we're meeting with Marvel. Of course we are because they're hot S right now and they got to do every gig they can do because they're on fire. This was a huge surprise smash and everyone's like, okay, come make my movie. You know, we'll, we'll find out on their second movie 
whether they actually are good directors or not. Um, did you feel like they were worthy enough directors from Bad Boys for Life? Like, I liked the movie, but do, could you do you think they, it was the directing or was it just the chemistry and everything else? It was the chemistry and everything else and their amazing directing, bro. It was them uh, putting their two minds together. I said this in my last video. Dual directors are the future. I'm predict dual directors is the new future because it brings two creative minds to come together, argue with one another to get the best possible product, man. I think that dual directors is the way that Hollywood should start going, especially when it deals with pop culture, man. The Russo brothers led the way with that. No, which out with with Wachowski sisters. Mm -hmm. They they did that thing. And the Wachowski, uh, I think I, they're just I, the Wachowskis now, but it's, not even, it's just sisters. Lana Wachowski's now. The other the other one isn't doing Matrix. It's just her her now. Okay, so this is what I mean. Like, but I hear what you're saying. Situation, yeah, yeah. They look what they did with Bad Boys, right? It was amazing. But and and I'm look, I'm glad they. I hope they get a Marvel thing. I hope they. I'm glad they're getting work. These Moroccan, these are like Moroccan directors, which is dope. This is weird. Yep. They remind me of LMFAO. Party, <laughs> they do. Uh -huh. <laughs> the way they dress and shit. So I'm down for this, man. It's just here's my reservation. They were mimicking Michael Bay. Yeah. Well, they I, copied Michael Bay's style to show homage to the franchise. So I don't really know what their real true style is. Yeah. No, we're in the same room. Well, I I think they had to though because you don't want to go complete. You don't want to suddenly have Denis Villeneuve doing Bad Boys. I, I just not what you didn't wanted. have to. Not with Bad Boys 3. No one expected that movie I, to be I, good. It wasn't as chaotic or frenetic as a Michael Bay movie. There were moments for sure. Yeah. But I don't think they went full Bayham by any means. But they did go big because that's what Bad Boys is supposed to be. But anyway, yes, your point, that's what I'm saying. I, I won't know if these guys are good until their second movie. So that's where I'm torn of like Marvel should really sign them up for a movie already really they're trying they're hey that's what it's they want to lock them in Marvel's, they want to lock Marvel's them in quick struggling right now bro they got to snap up who they can when they can yeah and i mean just them meet, taking the meeting is sort of it's cred for both of them if you really look at it mm -hmm. that way right because it's, mm -hmm. it's like it makes yep. them look like they're hot shit which marvel's happy to do and then it makes uh you know uh, marvel look hot because oh yeah look we're meeting with the, the hottest directors like that's it, it it's a win-win for everybody but i don't know is is directing to marvel is that do you, i if i were them I would go ballsier and try and do an original thing right out the gate, like put a double it down no, because no, I want I want the money. Uh, Marvel got the money; they're they're overpaying <laughs> people by by millions of dollars, so they did the right thing. But they're, they don't even they need don't, the Marvel right now. They have they've already they 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 got the Marvel movie by bypassing Marvel. All I'm saying is, when you get a win like that, you basically have a free pass to do anything you want in Hollywood. You can make anything you want. So it, the real directors saying, would do yeah, something the original. Ain't gonna be the same, though, bro. The what? The paycheck ain't gonna be the same though. No, but if you succeed on that second one, then it then you're Christopher Nolan and it's unlimited. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's like it's like wishing for more wishes. Marvel movie, you're in the Marvel universe for almost for life. No, because people are gonna say, well, was it them or Kevin Feige? I mean, yeah, if you if you were like Taika Waititi or you're James right, Gunn, cool. if you're like James Gunn or Taika Waititi and you can like actually separate your vision and it's clear that you had a, an instrumental part, sure. But look at the Captain Marvel duo they they're not coming back they weren't very good that, scott well, derrickson who brought his own scott derrickson who did his own genre they didn't even bring him back because he's like dude you he guys are too hard to do because he said y'all motherfuckers are too disney for me right but that's my point of is that really where you want to go do you have the control that you sh you should are, you're getting a paycheck yeah, are, are, we, are, are we talking creatively or are we talking about getting my bank fat right but you're you i think you're you're if i'm you're, in their position i look at disney and i want to work with them because they give the big blank checks Sure. And I guess if you have your own original property there, you can like, look, all right, I want to take 
this property you guys aren't even looking at and can I do an indie with them? Then yes, then it's like a win-win for everybody. But all I'm saying is to jump into the machine and direct WandaVision, that doesn't showcase them. It just it showcases Marvel's, all I'm saying. It's a paycheck, yeah, but I feel like they need to show like, hey, we're this is what we can do, right? So I look, I think we're saying the same things, just we're, we're going around in different ways about it, but it's going to be interesting with these dudes got to get paid, Andy. You know all that creative sheet later, all that rep. Well, they're go, they'll get paid part. on the next movie no matter what. But you're right. I don't even think Marvel will pay them that much, honestly, because Marvel doesn't have to no, pay them because they're not paying them more than anyone else. Well, they don't have to though because they're Marvel, right? Keep that in mind. They don't have to. They have to pay Taika Waititi now because Taika Waititi is now in demand because he made Jojo Rabbit. That's now an Oscar nomination. He takes freaking risks. You can tell it's a Taika Waititi movie. It's not a Kevin Feige movie. That's the difference. So yes, if you can do that and earn it, I'm with you. James Gunn, Taika Waititi, Russos, they established a tone in the Marvel that is their own. Um, I don't but, agree. But you know, but like I don't think uh, there have, there have been other ones. Um, uh, that that can do it. So um, I disagree. These dudes have uh, came out with a film that nobody expected to be good, even myself. And I'm a Bad Boys fan. It had riddled with for years of produ- pr- production issues, budget issues, and you know, you just know that these men got pennies to direct this film. They're starving, broke, probably eating ham sandwiches for lunch, bro. They're in the limelight and they're broke. And if I was them and Marvel and Kevin Feige, regardless of how I feel about the MCU, as far as my career goes, if I have an opportunity to shine at Marvel, you know, be it as it may, whatever we feel about them creatively, they're still the number one top dog right now in pop culture. I'm going to do it in order to fix my bank account and get my shit together. Yes, they could go anywhere else at this point and get money, but it won't be that Marvel money. Sure. No, you're right. Getting the money is a fit. You are correct in money. I'm just trying to think. How do you how do you get unlimited money? How do you you can take you can take the quick money or you can plant when the is seeds. Marvel and not unlimited money, bro? Look at the the the, the look at uh, you just named James Gunn. He's been there for three films. Your boy uh, Taika Waititi. He's gonna Pey- be there for Peyton three Reed. films and beyond. Peyton Reed is and not the, the same. Come on, there's not not all of them are those directors. There are a lot of directors whoa, 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 who are lost. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, the the Russos, them too. Yeah, but Peyton Reed. We got the directors of Captain Marvel. That's a trash movie. But it doesn't Why, matter. They don't what, deserve it. How is, whose fault was it? How do you know it's theirs? Because the direction of Captain Marvel was trash. Um. Anyway, maybe, I, maybe. <laughs> that, that's fair. It was. Well, see, I think Captain Marvel was trash because Feige was pushing an, an, not a a timeline. He was pushing a lot of stuff. He's like, we need uh, this done now. It was directed horribly. It felt like it was. was directed it was. The shots and scenes and the color and but scale, it was, all that shit it was, was also ugly. It was also rushed, and it was also there was yeah. a lot to it that didn't need to be a there. That was that. that was Marvel's fault, too. But I, you're right. I'm not going to discredit. Those directors weren't. They, they, it was poorly directed because they were inexperienced, yeah. and you could tell they didn't know. They ran over the head. And yeah. Feige, I think, and everybody else was like, get this movie done. We need a woman. Oh, wait, you're a woman and a man. I guess that's good enough. Hurry up. Yeah, <laughs> that's really, that. That's sort of what happened. Um, All right, uh, let's go as we wrap up. Here's another interesting news. Did you hear about this one? Emilio Estevez will return as Coach Bombay in the Mighty Ducks Disney Plus series. Uh, Does this make us excited? Will we watch a a Mighty Ducks series if Emilio Estevez returns to the franchise? Uh, What do you think? Are you a Mighty Ducks fan? Is it what? Emilio Estevez is still alive. Yes. (laughs) Where he been? He's, what does he uh, look like? He's old. He's older now. Oh, I mean, life has uh, life has gotten there. Uh, <laughs> let's see, Emilio, no, nah, Emilio nah. Estevez today. Good. 
What I'm good. I'm negative on this. I don't like this. Oh, idea he looks. He looks fine. He's got a. He's got a beard. Yeah, he looks. <laughs> he looks. He looks. Uh... I mean, you're you're old, and now you're coming back to do the a, a fake washed down, watered down version of the magical Mighty Ducks from the '90s. What the hell happened, Emilio Estevez? Uh, what the hell happened? Well, the, I hate. Where this is? Thing. Where have you been? I haven't seen you on screen in like. 25 years, bro. Dude, he, sometimes you can't keep the rep, the work going. But now he's got the gig. But he's getting that Disney money you just talked about. He's finally <laughs> no, cashing no, in that no, Mighty I'm Ducks check. Paid. He's like, now dude, creatively. I don't care. I've done three of these dumb movies. You want me to come back for a dumb series? For He looks like a porn star right now. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, like you know what he did? Business. That's right. He directed. He was directing for a little while there. There was a movie he directed about JFK or something. Uh. So I think he was doing that. But anyway, so you're not excited. You don't care about. Uh, oh no, heck no! You're bro. not a Mighty There's Ducks no fan. way they're going to capture that magic of the Mighty Ducks, and a lot of it had to do with the fact that we were kids. Uh, so nah. Yeah, I, I I liked it. I'm down. Come on, bro. You're not down for this shit. Come on, bro. Uh, we grew I'm, up on I, this. I'm down for him getting paid. I'm down for getting paid too. <laughs> I'm definitely down for getting paid too. But I'm not going to watch this, especially with Disney Plus. It's be, it's going to be the Mighty Ducks, bro. It was kitty and it was. Well, cheesy because it's you know '90s, but that she was real and raw. He got serious at moments, man. It had yeah. heart and warmth, and he was an alcoholic. Go had to go coach kids. Like yep. it started, so yep. I, that's what I'm saying. Mighty Ducks one, great D two and D three, I, I, whatever. Um, but uh, I, I like Mighty Ducks, so I, we'll see. I I, I'm if it's if it's fun, I might watch with my kids. We'll see. Uh, but I'm excited he's getting paid. That's where I'm at. So I guess neither of us have to change our mind because neither of us are that excited about this story. But yeah, I thought it was yeah, funny. I, <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. All right. Well, this one's interesting. Uh, Masters of Universe movie has been postponed and replaced with Uncharted. My opinion on this, the Tom Holland led Uncharted. Can we just cancel Uncharted the movie? Like, why are we? Why? Look, enough. This movie has been through such hell. And I'd much rather see a campy He-Man movie come out than uh, Uncharted. Just, there's so no way Uncharted is going to work. To, to push forward Uncharted. Correct. Uh, it's going to be directed by Ruben Fleischer, who did Venom, apparently, is now what they're saying about the new oh, Uncharted uh, movie. And oh, uh, I'm just, I'm over Uncharted. It's, I've heard about this movie for years, and video game movies are never good. And I'd rather see Tom Holland do something that's going to be more fun to like let him be not Spider-Man. But I just don't, I don't see how Uncharted doesn't become Tomb Raider or Assassin's Creed or everything wait, else wait, wait, we've wait. seen. What is, he, what is little young Tom Holland going to be? He ain't going to be Nathan Drake, is he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also silly because it should be Nathan Fillion, not uh, Tom Holland. Bruh, that the baby face Tom is playing grown man Nathan Drake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh no, oh yeah. no. And what production issues was this movie having? I didn't hear anybody near. Oh, those. it's been it's been delayed for for a long, long, long time, and it's had different directors, different actors. Uh, most recently, Travis Knight was e- exited over scheduling. Action adventure based on a PlayStation game has been a Sony priority, even after a number of directors came and went. The current draft is by a Rafi jo- uh, Iron Man team. Yeah. So anyway, this is this has been gone on and on and on forever uh travis knight left and then did uh he did i've come in from bumblebee he was supposed to do this and then everyone thought oh finally it's gonna get made and then he even left uh look there's too much stank on this movie tom uh-huh. holland get out of there I get, I get it i know why i know why okay this is sony yes yes all right, that's why. <laughs> so part of part of the deal part of the deal to come back to sony and spider-man come on back we'll give you uncharted I can see it now. You want to be Nathan Drake? We'll give you all those movies. Yeah, I just you're think right. This is just perks for, for getting Tom Holland. Well, Tom Holland was at under contract. Tom, Sony owns Tom Holland for at least one more movie. 
Um, so that that's why he's doing Spider Man. He had to leave Disney. That's why he drunkenly that's called cool. Bob Iger. But yeah, do they? Why would he want to keep being staying in that family and not join into to Disney because he Sony owns them? So he's playing both sides. All I know is, dude, come on, Tom Holland, read the writing on the wall. You're it's, you're a talented guy, it seems. Find another franchise for yourself. Become a movie star. Uncharted is not the direction. Am I crazy? Yeah, a little bit. Uncharted, I would say Uncharted is the direction because Uncharted is popular, bro. A lot of people love that game. Sure. A lot of people will watch the film. A lot of people watch it. Tom Holland got a fan base. He got a lot you of You think Uncharted girls. will break the video game movie curse? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not go go. Let's not go that far <laughs> extreme. Now, wait a minute. Let's keep this in perspective here. I didn't say that. But I did say that this is a popular franchise and that Tom Holland has a huge... Uh, he got like a watered down Justin Bieber fan base. He got a lot of them white girls creaming over him, man. So I think this movie can make a lot of money. And and, and Uncharted is uh, popular. Tom Holland is popular. This and then you said Venom director. That sounds even worse. But then Venom made like almost nine hundred million dollars. Yeah, so Venom was a success. This, this might make a lot of money, bro. It definitely could. Uh, so so, so you're so you're on board. You're changing. You're, you're you. Heck no, I ain't on board. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just looking at. I understand. I understand why it's happening. I don't agree with it, but I just like to look at things on the other side of the spectrum. Sometimes. Yeah, look, the movie game's popular. I could see that, and he's popular. It doesn't mean the movie's going to be popular, obviously, but the odds are not in its favor. I do like him, but he doesn't seem like a Nathan Drake to me. No, it um, took out Masters of the Universe, though. That's the thing. They sunk that for this. Yes, and I don't like that's, that. I would that's, much that's, rather that's, watch the Masters of the Universe movie, and yeah, some can't be fun. Then Uncharted. So, all right, we're on that agreement to go. Let's go to a couple yeah. more quick ones. Guys, as we wrap up the stream, if you have any headlines you want to do, hit them up in the Super Chats down. We'll, we'll interrupt and uh, bring like you into the conversation. This. This is um, this, so it's like a, just fun. Let's talk about the news and see what like we can it. agree. I like it. I like it. Um, here I like we go. Next up, uh, Jim Carrey compares his Sonic the Hedgehog character to the Riddler. Uh, are we excited for this? I'm, mm. I'm, I'm excited for Carrie to come back. Mm, I'm yeah. excited for Carrie to do his old 90s style. Yeah, and I love man, that he's even it. like, he's bringing Riddler back. I'm like, yes, I, I, that's what I want. And I want my kids to appreciate the Jim Carrey I loved when I was, when I was younger too. So, and they're excited for Sonic. So I'm like, please bring it. Cause I'll be like, yeah, Jim Carrey, he's great, isn't he? So I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for it. We'll, we'll see. But my, my opinion on this one changed my mind or agree I'm rooting for Jim Carrey to to actually pull off Robotnik and have Sonic be a fun kids movie, potentially video game kids movie. What do you think? I think because we're adults that we understand who Jim Carrey had to be. And when he started to go dark and he had to start to do other um, acclaimed acting films. But we all remember where he came from. We know mm -hmm. his roots. And it is even when I watched that terrible looking trash Sonic trailer with that ugly CG version of Sonic that made me want to throw up. When it's I saw so ugly. Uh, only Jim Carrey could be when you cast a skinny Dr. Robotnik with that terrible looking Sonic and you're ready for the fans to completely explode. There's a few people I could probably count on my one hand that you could cast and throw into that situation. And we walk out like, you know what? Freak this movie. But that Dr. Robotnik is OK. I'm, I'm going to give him a chance. And Jim Carrey is one of those people, bro automatically I figured like, all right, Jim Carrey's going to be firing this. And then when you hear he bringing that Riddler back, you know what I'm saying? Because he was doing the, zzz, 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 the little animations and shit in the trailer. I'm like, oh, look at you. He's doing this old school goofy shit again. He's doing the talk, fast talking and shit. I'm down for this 100%. This for us adults, right? So for the kids, they just want to see Sonic. Oh, Sonic. Okay, no, Sonic. All right. Yeah, fine, little guy. Get your popcorn. Let's go. 
We are here to see Jim Carrey, bruh, do Cable Guy, Ace Ventura type shit, and he, and Riddler. So I'm 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 here for for Jim. This is gonna be fire. Yeah, no, I'm excited too. Uh, yeah, I, I think yeah, this man. could be a lot of fun. And for, there's I, I I might report on this later, but I hear there's something fun about this movie that people don't know yet. Um, that. I think it's the, the Sonic. I think will be more popular than I think people are giving it a credit for. It's going to be a kids movie. It's going to be the same sort of style, but uh, I think there's more to the movie coming. That stay tuned. Uh, but I, I'm with you also. Just Jim Carrey, I think, is funny, um, and it's nice to see him back and sort of go to his roots and have an opportunity to do that in a kids movie where it can sort of be justified than him trying to do Dumb and Dumber Two, which ugh, that was horrific watching him. And Jeff Daniels, as old people, try to play like their dumb, young, dumb and dumber selves. It just it didn't it didn't work. Uh, I was really looking, hoping it would, but it just it was really creepy and uncomfortable and not funny. Um, so this is a much better place for him to have his playground. So I'm excited. So there we go. We agree. Uh, here we go. Next up, a couple more uh, last thoughts. If you got them, chime in. Um, Birds of Prey director. Oh, this is the last one, I think. Birds of Prey director Kathy Ann shares killer advice she got from Patty Jenkins. Jody, I know Mm. you're a Patty fan. Could uh, Mm. advice from Patty help steer the ship? Do you want to hear what the advice was? I do. I had such institutional support from the get-go, but at the same time, every day, I remembered being very concerned about, like, I've never done this before. I actually called up Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins during prep, and I'm like, What am I doing? She told me, you've got to remember that no one knows this movie as much as you. That's what makes you the director. And it was really, really helpful. (laughs) What what does that mean? (laughs) Don't forget, Kathy, you know the movie. You are the director of the movie. She had to have said more than that. I just <laughs> That's what was said. That was what was shared. Uh, <laughs> that was it. You've got to remember, Kathy, that no one remembers the movie. as No one knows the movie as much as you do. That's what makes you the director. Now, look, I get it. She's going like more broad with the director advice right. of like, you got to, yeah. you know, the script, you know, what's going on. You've right. created all the stuff. You got to be confident. I get it. But I don't know. I think Kathy should have kept this one to herself because it just sounds kind of stupid. Uh, I don't know if that gives me yeah, more what she, confidence. What she reiterated wasn't enough. No. I know that was probably a 10-minute, 20-minute, 30-minute conversation. Yeah, exactly. She just funneled down into one sentence. Yeah, this was not uh, – so this doesn't That's sell you a, on her uh, – Patty Jenkins. Heck no. <laughs> heck no. Uh, that, that scares me. She, she also they now – she also now opened up how it feels to be one of the few members of a special class female directors who have made four of the biggest superhero movies of 2020. Mm. The Birds Sorry. of Prey director was effusive in her response. It's pretty freaking amazing. Hopefully it does what we all hope it does, which is prove that female directors can do movies of scale. I remember when I was just starting off being told, actually, we're looking for female directors, but there aren't that many that want to do action movies. I remember thinking, I do. I love action movies. Women are capable of this. So look, I like your comment there. That's true. You got to give them shots at at bat. Otherwise, they'll never learn how to hit a home Mm -hmm. run. Um, And so I support her there. I like that quote better. Uh, but mm-hmm. the first one was just I don't know that didn't that didn't sell me and I was I was excited because I saw this article and I'm like ooh what did Kath what did Patty Jenkins share with Kathy right. and it was you know don't forget <laughs> you gotta you know I had as much as you totally different in my mind I'm like Patty oh yeah I already know what some she probably hit her with some stuff on a real personal level that's yeah. really inspiring but that was uninspirational but look uh, I have no hype for this uh, film 
But the fact that she reached out to Patty was dope. It, it, Smart of her, makes too. sense. But uh, I don't think... It, it, I, let's assume that she, I'm pretty sure she got like a, a lot more advice than that, right? If she doesn't use the advice... If she didn't use the advice for this film, what good is it? You know what I'm saying? So it would be it would be stuff that it would be knowledge she would have to heed and put into execution. Do I bank on the fact that she did that? I probably won't because every director is different. You know, it's hard to take uh, creative advice from other directors when you yourself as a director should have your own creative. You shouldn't have no other director micromanaging how you direct. It's, it's, it's kind of weird. It's like rappers telling other rappers how to rap. It's just weird, bro. Do your thing. I'm going to do mine. So I I just hope that this film is as good as it could possibly be and uh, freak this movie. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. I, I'm going to give the movie a shot. I'm seeing it. Uh, we'll see. Um, but uh, Michael uh, Bryce is saying perhaps it's she she's referring to the point of like uh, standing how she fought for the no man land scene. I think that's what she meant. Uh, that that could be a very valid. Again, I would have been nice for her to say like you know like Patty did for the no man you know no man's land scene because that scene to me was really defining moment of that movie it was fantastic and when you hear no one else wanted that scene but patty you're just like who on earth said don't Are have you? that scene yeah um, suits. and so it suits exactly and so she knew the movie she stood for it so in that regard i, I get what she's going for just it didn't read well in the context of an article <laughs> i was i was more hyped and, yeah, uh, I don't know, man. What do you what do you expect from this movie, man? What do you expect? Uh, I'm I'm thinking. Let me give you my idea. Yeah, five hundred twenty five million worldwide end of the day box office, mediocre mediocre film by DC fans. Marvel fans will hate it, and critics will probably think this is a rotten film. Well, look, I think it's got it's got surprising competition in uh, Sonic and other things coming out. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, uh, if it can have its legs, right? Because it could have a good opening, but I don't know if it's going to have the legs to actually sustain it and get to that high level you're talking about. I'm just trying to figure out what what did like Suicide Squad make? Um, seven hundred million, seven hundred and change. And that dropped out when? Do you remember what what release was? August. That? August. Okay, so that's that's an unfair comparison because it is. If you have a good lead movie in August, you can sort of own the month, which that movie got to do. Black Panther um, owned the month and made the most yeah, money out of any I just don't, I don't think Birds of Prey will own February. So that's where I think I, I think it's going to be less. I, I, if There's any, nothing out coming out in February that's going to compete with Birds of Prey. You don't think Sonic can do some damage? Heck, da some damage? What's damage? Throw a rock in my window? No, okay, from just nah. people going to see that instead. Kids? Yeah, but you don't want them. It's rated R, bro. Uh, fair. Okay, I, it's valid. It yeah, is rated R. It's markets. not PG thirteen. I'm forgetting. They did finally commit to an R rated movie. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at sort of the, the rest of the movies coming out in February, oh, and those those really are the only two majors that sort of matter. Um, so all right. So I mean, look that, and it's February. It has all of month of February. So beginning of February too. Yes. You know, yeah, and then it's got Valentine's spot. Day. So like you know, couples are gonna go because it is. I think a lot of women are gonna want to go see it. Um, they're definitely advertising it. They're advertising it sort of ladies night as I know uh, near me. Mm -hmm. So they're going to try and get like they did with hustlers. Like, Hey, take the girls and go see birds of prey. Cause it's about women yeah. together, which is a smart way to do it. Uh, and then they're still going to get all the comic book fans who are going to go anyway. But, um, if you can sort of aim a comic book fan to women and actually get them to come out in a large majority and then the comic book fans come, it could be pretty big. So yeah, look, I, I yeah. was in the chat. He said all female team. That means the critics will excuse it, even if it's trash. 
You know what? I don't disagree. I think there will be people who will give it a, a, they'll be more polite, whether they, you know, are grave about it. I don't know. But I I could see some people being polite, unless the movie's trash. Like it really is like a chaotic mess, like Suicide Squad was. I I don't know. That I think that won't matter. Um, Because not everyone liked Ghostbusters either. The people were harsh on Ghostbusters when it came out, critics weren't completely on board. Um, and then Ocean's Eleven. What was it? Ocean's Nine. The, I really wanted to like that movie, and I just did not like that movie. The all the all lady Ocean's Eleven. Oh, eight, eight. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Eight, I, eight. It wasn't. It just just felt unnecessary. Like, who cares? Why just cast cool people and make a movie? What? <laughs> I knew what that movie was, even though I liked some of the actresses in it. I didn't watch it on purpose because I knew what they were trying to do. Uh, yeah, I, I I wanted to like it. I went in rooting for it because I love spy movies, and I don't I don't know. It just felt. Did like... they do it? Did they do it? Did they do what? That that all women this. Yeah, oceans. Like, oh. Oceans Eight is all women. I know it is, but did they do the you know the 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 you know the SJW bullshit the the women oh, oh. over men unfair bullshit? Uh, no, I didn't feel like they did that. So um, it just was a bad movie with all women. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was it bad? But then it wasn't. It was they they sort of connected Matt Damon to it. Not like, viable? They connect because he was she was related to him. It was like his sister or something. I forget. There was a like a tie-in. It wasn't like a complete Ghostbusters ignoring Danny Ocean. Uh, I forget. It was Sandra Bullock was like the sister or the cousin. I, there was some connection, and then Matt Damon had a cameo and someone else. Uh, the guy who does the uh, the. I forget. I, I, it's been a while. I, I watched it once, but there were some connections to the first trilogy to the original trilogy. Um, sorry, not the original with Dean Martin. Everybody, I'm talking the. Have George you seen Clinton. Have you seen Widows? No, I've been wanting to. Is that good? It was good. It was good for me. I gave it like a B. It's, it was good. It was a good movie. It's on my list, but I, I like those types of movies. Did you see Parasite? Different, I but did. I like that one a lot. I like different that a styles, lot, sort of man, different. Man, high, it's not really a heist, year. but it kind of is. It sort of feels like you're like, what is going on? And I love the direction. That was my first subtitle film I ever watched. Wow, good for you, man. That's yeah, uh, I don't. Uh, but now I'm, I broke this, the fear of subtitles. Now Dude, I'm about to go uh, on a binge. You know, the one I loved uh, that, that was mine that it really sold me on foreign was Amelie, uh, the French film. Really visually stunning. Really just amazing film. What's uh, it about? Is it like a romantic thing? Yeah, it's a romantic uh, film. But it's it's R and it's just quirky and cool. Well, and uh, it shows what's his name? The head. director did uh, Delicatessen. He's, he's a great director. He did Alien, Alien 4. No, 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 no. It's not like that. It's a quirky, oh. funny slightly dark at times but more just it's a uh, check it out uh, people what's it called again amelie a-m-e-l-i-e i think it was on netflix for a really long time but anyway there's a lot of foreign films once you get past as the director said of parasite once you get past that line there's so many amazing movies to find but somebody that's funny. else sent me that quote today man i can't believe he said that it's ironic that the first film that i watched with subtitles the director said as soon as you break the subtitles the one inch margin on the screen yep that's crazy. That's a good question for everyone watching as we wrap up the show. What's the what what foreign film broke your cherry? <laughs> what was the what yeah, was the first? What was the first movie you watched? You read and you were like, "All right, I can do this." Because I agree, for some some filmmakers, it's tough. Uh, but I'm curious. I, I watched. Was, I'm thinking was Crouching Tiger. I think Crouching Tiger was subtitled too. It was yeah. English and subtitled, yeah, yeah. wasn't it? I actually leave subtitles on a lot now because my girlfriend's uh, from Puerto Rico, and so she she can speak fluent, but it's still sometimes easier. And I 
there's certain shows now or actually like when it's on because I got kids too. And so I've yep, gotten used to kids. sort of just having it there because if the kids scream or whatever, it's just there to back up. So I'm getting used to that anyway, but it's like uh, subtitles aren't a problem to me, but I agree. It's sometimes nice to just zone out and watch the visuals, the whole movie, but you can still do it. It's good to practice your reading skills. So good for you, man. Uh, let's all suggest some more uh, subtitle movies for Chody. Uh, so we can boy. get it. In. Train to Busan. Oh, beautiful boy. That was a really depressing movie on Amazon. Uh, someone told me to watch Old Boy. Yeah, yeah, that's the original. The original Old Boy. I saw the one with Josh Brolin. Yeah, no, the original. Well, you should have watched the original first. And uh, the devil, something. The La devil Femme Nikita is a good one, too. Yeah, I like that one, too, uh, from Luke Passan. That's fun. Um, okay. There, Anyway, there's a bunch. We, uh, I mean, The Raid. <laughs> Seen The Raid. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of talking. And they have a, you might have watched the dub version. Uh, yeah. but that's also foreign film. There's a lot of cool action uh, stuff you can do. Um, but there you go. Cool. Congrats. Uh, all right. Well, there we have it. Um, thank you for joining us in the show. Uh, thank you for Great all the show, commenters man. coming out. I, I thought I saw, Oh, there was one. Did I get it? Uh, why is there a long embargo for Harley Quinn? Uh, I didn't know there was, I th- I'm What's seeing embargo? it. Uh, embargo means the critics aren't allowed to. No, no, I know what the embargo is, but when is it? Oh, I didn't, I didn't get one yet. Uh, I see it Wednesday. Um, next, not, this week I'm good for your show, normal time. Next week I see uh, Harley Quinn on Wednesday, and I ah, think I'm sticking one back at you, Andy. Yeah. I'm seeing it tomorrow. <laughs> oh, are you? Oh, there you go. Um, uh, so you have a lot. So you should know when's the embargo good till. I'll find out tomorrow in case no one knew tonight. I was just hoping. Oh yeah, good. Let me know because it sounds like they're making everyone hold it for a while. I don't know why they're so late here, but um, yeah, if you're seeing it that that early, that's usually a better sign, but it depends when they allow you to talk about it. Maybe they're trying to get your reaction and then they, you can always, I've had movies push the embargoes up if the reactions are good after the screening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but it's usually safer if they're a light, slightly concerned, um, that they hold on to it. So they don't the last movie. I remember doing that was wonder woman. Wonder woman had an embargo that was, I believe two days before, which showed a little bit of confidence, but once the press, the initial press came out, what was two weeks before release, they dropped the embargo back a whole week. Yeah, no, I remember that. There was a lot of people were just like, they were so nervous about that movie. And then mm-hmm. people were just coming like, guys, this is, a, don't, know. you have a good movie. Like, what are you doing? And they, the mm-hmm. marketing department was so nervous coming off all the other DC mm-hmm. movies. that they're like, no, 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 mm-hmm. what, are really? Are, it was just like, <laughs> they didn't know what to do. Uh, but you're totally right. That was a funny sort of reveal. And they're like, oh my God, people are liking a DC movie. Wait, what? <laughs> we're not getting hated on and, and death yeah. threats? Oh my God. Okay, wow. Okay, fine. You guys can review Change it. Change the game. But uh, yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, but I, I'll be curious. So yeah, call me afterwards. Just give me a heads up after you see it off the record so I can get prepared. Uh, and there we go. That was the show. Thank you for helping. You change. We changed each other's mind a couple there times, and thank mm-hmm. you for the serious mm-hmm. conversation at the start. I thought we got mm-hmm. some headway there. We got some good, uh, good, good conversation done. So those of you who stuck around, spread the word that I am uh, that message for me. Uh, and thank you all for watching. Be sure to uh, subscribe to Jody's Corner over on YouTube if you haven't already. I imagine you have, but you should. Uh, if you're just tuning in or finding this video later, you can find his subscription link in the comments down below. Uh, and I, I'll try and put the annotations there as well. Uh, but go support Jody. I'll be there tomorrow night for Ying yang so exciting it's uh, more of a even aggressive version of this <laughs> we really come at each other uh it's gonna be a lot of fun and then tune in uh, nerd wars here thursday night at nine uh it should be another fun episode i had uh we had dick masterson but he has to bail to the next week uh but i have another couple guests just locking in the topics and guests i'll announce that soon but stay tuned we'll have a lot of fun stuff so thank you everybody for watching more news coming and uh stay tuned to everybody out there have a good one that's all i got bye everybody Oops.